I'm very, very happy, and I promise that Egypt will do, will do the best to make a very good event next June and July. We have a short period, but Egypt is ready for such event. We did five times before, and also we did two World Cup. Fourteen years, and I promise that all the African nations will be very comfortable and will be very happy in our country. And it's it's good to thank you all the all the African nations which vote for Egypt. All right, that is uh, Dr. Karim Kordi Adal Fatah, the board member of the Egyptian Football Association. Now, if you've just uh, come out of under a rock somewhere, I will tell you, as we did last year in 2018, and uh, with Mamadou Gay in studio, told you that Egypt uh, will host the 2019 Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, it's going to be the, what, the fifth time now that Egypt, uh, who won the tournament when it was last hosted uh, back in 2006, has staged this tournament now. Uh, they beat South Africa, the only other nation to bid uh, by 16 votes to one uh, with one abstention at the CAF executive committee a vote that was in Senegal now original host nation Cameroon uh, as you remember was stripped off uh, staging duties in November uh, because of slow preparations now Egypt has just six months to prepare uh, for the expanded 24 team finals uh, which kick off in June now Egypt will use eight stadiums we are told uh, during this tournament hosting in five different cities Alexandria Ismailia Port Said as well as Suez and the capital of Cairo and uh, for their reaction now as the South African Football Association and uh, we do have the acting CEO Russell Paul on the line uh, happy 2019 uh, Russell Paul welcome to MSW uh, welcome thanks Rob and thank you and evening to the listeners and uh, compliments to you as well Thank you so much, so much indeed. Um, I don't know which part of the world you're in, Russell, uh, but I would imagine that wherever you are in the world, it'd still be the same news, news that we uh, told the listeners of this show last year would happen, and it's worked out that way. What's the SAFA immediate reaction to all of this? Look, obviously, the, you know, it's human nature to be a little bit disappointed, uh, but given uh, all the stuff that's been taking place, it's not unsurprising. Um, you know, the... the the bid itself or the state of readiness report that we submitted to CAF from our perspective it was never a main objective. We were there to try and see if we can assist CAF uh, in a way, as you mentioned, uh, the first time a 2014 uh, African Cup of Nations being held, and we couldn't uh, just let this thing go by without uh, offering CAF an alternative. And, and when you say the disappointment, is that just merely because we were on the losing side? And I dare say by a convincing margin here, I mean, if 16-1 is a football score, that's a hammering. What do you think has gone on here? <laughs> I think I would like to rather say that we never lost anything on this uh, activity. We put forward something, CAF called for people who would be uh, in a position to do that. We still believe that South Africa presents is the only country on this African continent with the facilities and the infrastructure that we have. So we don't believe we've lost anything. We provided a solution, a plug-and-play solution for CAP. Uh, obviously, from an executive perspective, they chose to go another way. And uh, I can't uh, answer for how and why they made that call. Uh, only they can do that.
And it, it was a bit strange. And I remember in conversation with Mamadou when I, when I said uh, that it was quite surprising that the CAF president was physically present when Egypt were putting forward their name uh, in announcing their candidature. Uh, and I said, well, I look forward to the CAF president arriving in South Africa to do the same thing when Safa also say that uh, they are willing to lend a helping hand to CAF uh, in, the, in, you know, in the middle of the problem that they were having as far as host nations are concerned. But obviously that was never going to happen and it didn't happen. And it's no surprise, you know, to me that Egypt got the vote. How much politics do you think, Russell Paul, is at play here? Oh, yeah, Rob, I'm not, I'm not qualified to talk on politics, um, but I think that as, as you have placed it, you placed that before the, the listeners, I think it's a, it's a question for them to be able to, to answer and make up their own minds. Uh, I mean, other elements uh, that we found, that we raised this even before the, uh, the actual vote was taken uh, earlier this morning, where we said to them, we find it very strange that they moved the, the date of the announcement from the 9th to the 8th, uh, when it was supposed to be the 9th. We still haven't received official notification on the fact that it was moved to the 9th. We just heard it via the grapevine. And, I mean, we had a delegation planned to go there tomorrow, uh, only to find out that each has been there for the last 24, 36 hours with their delegation, with their uh, uh, government uh, people, etc., uh, and ready to make a presentation. So, as I say, uh, you make up your mind. Mine was made last year, Russell Paul. Hence, I say this is no surprise to me. But then, in terms of moving forward, I mean, South Africa, we've got to go about it the hard way, obviously, which is the right way, which is to qualify for these tournaments uh, so that we can gauge how far we are on the football field uh, itself. Uh, that, for you, is now the most important thing, I would assume, making sure that Bafana Bafana are in the best nick to make sure that they qualify for this Africa Cup of Nations. Yeah, Rob, it was always uh, a question of two separate uh, issues. Yeah. The, the, the bid was there as an opportunity, or the state of readiness was there as an opportunity to try and assist CAF and our uh, African counterparts. That's what it uh, was all about. As far as the final is concerned, we're still on track to qualify for AFCON 2019. Uh, the two should never be mixed because they were totally separate uh, uh, issues. And yes, we are on track. We've been having meetings. Coach has been doing his planning. Uh, to make sure that uh, we get to that point of uh, being one of the qualified nations. Mm. I mean, was there ever going to be a move away from it being a North African type of bid? You know, Morocco uh, not being there, and uh, we all know, know what happened with Morocco. Was it ever going to be a non-North African bid? per se, if you look at it realistically and you look at how the voting uh, swayed, for whatever reasons, you know, Mamadou likes to think of it as brown envelopes, uh, but we don't have adequate proof for that. But if you look at it on the face value of it all. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's difficult. I mean, we, we also raised the issue uh, early on um, around the fact that, uh, you know, when Morocco had initially uh, requested their bid um, and we were both in the hat and then they decided to withdraw South Africa was of the opinion, obviously, that uh, that would be it, um, and they would accept it. And then at that stage, as you know, uh, Egypt came about and said they would never bid against an Arab nation. And we said to CAF that they need to be very careful of these kind of comments that uh, emanate, because it has the ability, the opportunity, and creates the environment to create divisiveness on the continent. So, yeah, if you talk about north, south, east, west, etc., 
those are the elements that uh, are a challenge. But we're not crying over spilt milk at the end of the day. As I said, it was never a primary objective for us. Our main focus is, is going to be refocusing now, uh, together with government, on making a, a proper bid through to FIFA and to host the first African or the Women's World Cup on the African continent for either 2023 or 2027. Yeah, I suppose that's that's the most important thing to do. Just for the record, though, did you have uh, full government backing for this in the same way that we know that uh, uh, the Egyptians had the government backing that they were looking for, uh, for their ability to provide uh, the best infrastructure, the best facilities for a tournament like this? There are two aspects to this as well. I mean, the one, uh, the minister is on record uh, of having said that she welcomes the opportunity to host the the Africa Cup of Nations in, in South Africa, and I can't speak for the for the minister or for government, but that's that's well on record and documented. We also indicated to CAF that, given the fact that we are a, a Christian country and generally things shut down from around the 15th to the and the 17th of, of December, and people only get back into office uh, 15th, 16th of January, government is effectively in recess. It's impossible for us to get anybody to put that down in writing. But as I say, the minister was on record, on television, on radio, in print, to confirm that she would welcome mm. the opportunity to host the, the Africa Cup of Nations. Would she have been able to travel, though, for the announcement had it stayed on the right date, given all the, the parties' political maneuverings that are happening down in Durban? That's what we understand. That she would have made it? Yeah, that's what we understand. Um, but again, as I say, I can't speak for, mm. for, for government... Uh, in this regard, we will say for us, we want to focus on moving forward. Uh, that has happened. Um, good luck to, to, to Egypt. And uh, we're going to focus on staging the first uh, Women's World Cup on the African continent, much the same way as we did the first men's. Without a doubt. And just as a final question, though, Russell, um, and I know that there's always been a perception with regards to uh, the president of the South African Football Association when it comes to CAF-related issues that, you know, there's no love lost there, uh, that they don't really take kindly to his involvement in a lot of things uh, for whatever the reason is. Do you believe, though, that that is a thing? Do you believe that we can look further than that or beyond that and we can now start being a country uh, that is not just a Danny Jordan related uh, South African Football Association but one that says you know what we can do all of these things regardless of what Kef thinks of the SAFA president? But I mean that's that's the reality. It's, it's not about an individual. There's no individual who can decide for, for anybody about what we're going to do. Uh, one needs to remind everybody that this decision to actually try and assist CAF in some way, was taken at a Congress in December. Uh, and, the, and the person who actually proposed that uh, motion was uh, a vice president of SAFA, which was the, cha- and the chairperson of the National Soccer League, Dr. Koza. Mm. He motivated to, to the council uh, and, the, and the General Assembly there to say, guys, this is important, we should be going for this. And it was a unanimous decision by the membership of SAFA to endorse that we should move ahead mm. and if we can assist CAF on whatever basis we can, that's what we should do. Russell Paul, thank you so much indeed for your time. Hard luck in terms of what happened. Thank you for your honest answers and assessment to what has happened here today. Yeah, thank you. Good luck for 2019. Thank you so much. Uh, the Acting Software CEO, Russell Paul, uh, joining me on the line.